Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salente, and it's Thursday, April 13th, 2023. And here are some of today's trends in the news. And remember, the trend is your friend. No magazine in the world gives you in-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trends analysis and trend forecasts like the Trends Journal. And again, it's only like $2.86 a week. It's like a lousy cup of coffee, one of these joints, you know. So uh, we're giving you what nobody else is. And when you see what we're going to be talking about, facts are there. And by the way, today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. And then there's Saturday. And Saturday, I have the honor to be in my kind of town, Chicago is my kind of town. And I'll be one of the speakers at the Take Action Tour uh, for the Mises Institute. And it's a double tree by the Hilton uh, Hotel in Chicago at 300 East Ohio Street. A bunch of great speakers. And again, I'm going there because of my desire and passion for freedom, peace, and justice. And so you try to get there too and do anything you can to support them if you can't get there. So check it out, the Mises Institute, take you in action to it. Yep. So on to the market front. Stocks jumped today. How much did they go up? Well, the S&P was up over 1.3%. The NASDAQ was up almost 2%, and the Dow jumped 383 points. How come? Well, the inflation numbers, they're coming in, although the core inflation's a bit high. You know, the other inflation numbers, again, the official inflation numbers, when you go to John Williams' shadow stats, they double what the government is telling us. We had the producer price index, um, and uh, that uh, declined by 0.5% month over month. And the street thought it would be flat. Excluding food and energy, the core wholesale prices reading fell 0.1% month over month. And they only increased thought that would be a 0.2% increase expected by the street. So what does this mean? The bottom line means that the bet on the street is that they're not going to raise interest rates. If they don't raise interest rates, you go back to the Trends Journal cover last week. Death of the dollar. And that's what's going to happen. It's the death of the dollar. In God, we don't trust. That's the American way. Because if you say in God, we trust, what tr God trusts wars, murder, and stealing the people's money to do it. Going back to the decline of the dollar. As soon as the Fed stops raising interest rates, the dollar is going to start weakening. And the more they lower them, the weaker it's going to get. Oh, and what happened to gold prices today? They only hit 200 and closed at $240.
and his Trends Journal subscribers and the subscribers on YouTube know the facts. We call the bottom of gold in September and kept saying it's going to keep rising. And then earlier this year, we said 2023. And that's what you're going to see gold above 2023 this year and going. It's, it's going to keep going. Again, you have ups and downs like life. I mean, you know. So, but the long term, we see it going. Oil prices came down a bit today, but they're still over $86 a barrel for Brent crude. And Bitcoin. Facts are there. We call that too. We said if Bitcoin stabilizes at $15,000, $17,000 range, the next hit it's going to be 25000 and above. And here it is now at thirty. So again, more information in your trends journal. We took a break this week. One's coming out next week. It's a weekly. We've never worked harder in our lives. And we're giving you history before it happens. The facts are there. So what else do we got here? Ah, inflation hits its lowest level since 2021. Of course, you know, that came out uh, yesterday. And, but you have the uh, core inflation was 5.5%. This came in, you know, right around five. So it's still, when you look at wages, it rose 5%. When you look at wages, wages are only rising like 4.2%. And then again, when you look at the real inflation number, people are struggling to earn, uh, to, to, to live. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Again, the data is there. So, but the important thing again, the headline is inflation hits lowest level since 2021, which gives you more of an indication where the Fed is going to go. Multifamily sector gets hit by rates. Investor lost 3,200 units to foreclosure as finance conditions tighten and values fall. Real estate analytics firm Green Street estimates that apartment building values are down more than 20% from the peak. And by the way, everything I listen to, when they start talking about why things are happening, like um, more people doing hybrid work, they always say before the pandemic, this was not a pandemic. When you look at the numbers, 99.67% of the people in the United States did not die of the virus but they keep using the word pandemic and they're rewriting history with this. But again, I mention this because this is also part of the office building bust, which barely gets any press at all. And that thing is going to go down big. JP Morgan hints at coercion in ordering bankers back to office five days a week. They're pushing them back to work the banksters, because they know how bad it is. Tech ain't going back. They know how bad it is with the office vacancy rates, and they're trying to get people to come back into work. Quote, our leaders play a critical role in reinforcing our culture and running our business. Our leaders, our leaders, our leaders can't lead myself. 
J.P. Morgan's operating committee wrote in a staff memo, memo yesterday, a copy of which was seen by the Financial Times. Quote, they have to be visible on the floor. They must meet with clients. They need to teach and advise, and they should always be accessible for immediate feedback and impromptu meetings. So they're doing everything they can to get back to work five days a week. But it ain't going to happen. It may happen there, but remote work is hybrid work is a part of the new 20th century life. Ah, and remote work gets even more remote as jobs go abroad. Go abroad. Abroad? Why, how dare you call her abroad? That's sexist. No, no, that means overseas. Abroad? Anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so now what they're doing is they're saying, listen, if the worker could work, you know, we got the office in New York and they're working in South Carolina, we could do what all the banks do and all the credit card companies do. You know, they're, they're all the credit card companies owned by the banks. Hello, I don't understand what you say, but I'll say what I want to do because I'm calling the Philippines or somewhere. They're going to do more and more of this. What does that mean? More lost jobs and lower pay. And more office vacancies. IMF urges large economies to curb borrowing more quickly. Oh, curb borrowing? You mean going deeper in debt? Yep. And then you can follow what goes on to it. Another article from a different place. Borrowing cost burden puts pressure on poorest countries. No kidding. Can't figure it out. We only said this was going to happen for how long? And they borrowed all this cheap money. And again, now the dollar is up. Interest rates are up. Their currencies are down. They got to buy. It costs them more to service it. And then you look at the geopolitical and socioeconomic implications. New world disorder. You think you got floods of refugees coming out now? As this gets worse, more and more refugees. Because who wants to stay in a country that's down in the toilet, crime rising, government corruption, violence, and you and you have no money to live. So again, you gotta you have that's what we do in the trends journal. It's global nomic. We make connections between different fields to show you the future. And again, look at your cover of your trends journal. Death of the dollar and God we don't trust. Okay. So today is the 12th, 13th. This is the big story out of Financial Times yesterday. Renminbi's share of trade finance doubles since the start of Ukraine war. I mean, more people go into China and they're going to keep buying up more and more. Yes. China's right now is tiny. It's only like 3.7% 3 of the global. But it's going to keep building. And it's going to build when the dollar goes bust. Again, we're only giving you the trend forecast that we see. The death of the dollar. Again, the 20th century was the American century. The 21st century, unfortunately, is going to be the Chinese century. Because the business of America is war and the business of China is business. Ah, luxury rebound in China boosts LVMH sales. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Today, 
Figures are early indication that high-end shopping in China are once again boosting makers of luxury goods. Now that Beijing eased its zero COVID policy. You look at the numbers. <laughs> the luxury consulting firm Bain and Bain Company estimates Chinese consumers accounted for between 17% and 19% of global luxury spending last year. They accounted for a third of global spending on luxury items before the COVID war. Again, global nomic making connections between different fields. We reported on Tuesday a couple of headlines. You got that Katson Macron, that arrogant little Rothschilds boy in France that went to visit Xi over there in China. And the news was that they're not going to be a vassal state of the United States. They said what's going on between China and Taiwan's not their business. And the headlines read, U.S. uneasiness over Macron's strategic autonomy. That's a quote, strategic autonomy statement. Shows Washington's declining ability to maintain hegemony. That's in the Global Times, the Chinese newspapers. And that's what we do. We read the world. We want to know what everybody's saying. We put down the facts. Then we give you our trends analysis and trend forecasts rather than skewing the story to skew you, screw you like the prostitutes do. So that's the headline from that. And then you read a headline from Financial Times, Macron's Taiwan stance provokes outcry. So... President, President, French President Emmanuel Macron has come under fire for saying that Europe should distance itself from brewing tensions between U.S. and China. Ah, why is he doing this? This is the French, you know, they did a great job over there in Mali. Yeah. Oh, how about the, the French Indochina? Now, all you folks in Algeria and all the other places love what the French did to you. Morocco, one after another. Why not get it? Why is he talking like this about China? And by the way, I think China is really stupid about this. Leave Taiwan alone. What the hell? Well, it has no effect for you. You got 1.4 billion people. Let's leave them alone. The reason Macron is doing it is because of the headline that I just read you. Luxury rebound in China boosts LVMH sales. Oh, who is L LVMH? Moet, Hennessy, Louis Vuitton, a French company? You got it. It's not only about this. It's about doing business with the Chinese. They got 1.4 billion people. Their economy's going up while I was every other... Europe is going down in the United States. It's all about the bottom line. He could give a flying fuck about anything else because that's all he is. Not even a flying fuck, just the fuck. But the hypocrisy is what I'm talking about. Staycation for, for the win. Vacation home sales are down 50% from 2020. 
from pre-pandemic levels. Again, that's USA Today, pre-pandemic levels. It was not a pandemic. They are rewriting history. But they're talking about the hottest segment of the pandemics. One scorching house market is going cold. The trend for high demand for vacation homes led by the rise in remote work and low mortgage rates is reversed. Uh, mortgage rate locks for second homes are down 52%. Again, from pre-pandemic levels. So, wait, no, let me read that. Sales of existing home in counties with at least 20%, I'm sorry, share of vacation homes rose only by 24%. In, let me get this right. Mortgage rates, mortgage rate locks for second homes were down 52% from pre-pandemic levels on a seasonally adjusted basis in March, compared with a 13 decline for primary homes. Second home rate locks fell to their lowest level since 2016. So yeah, there's a big change taking place with this. So what was hot's not going to be hot and you're going to have a new hot. And that's what we're trying to show you in the trends journal. Okay. On to some of the geopolitical news. Some of the leaked documents include highly sensitive information about Ukraine military capacity. And it goes on and on. But there's an article in here by Agency France Press about the United States' concerns about Ukraine winning this. And they just locked up this kid, 21 years old. A 21-year-old hacked this information. You think the Russians haven't hacked it or anybody else? But the bottom line is that we maintain our forecast that Ukraine is going to lose the war. And now you're starting to see it come out. And here's another article in the, in the, in the Wall Street Journal. They got this guy, I don't know who he is. Country music star Brad Paisley performs in Kiev Square. The song is the heart. The singer performed a new song, Same Here, and Ukraine folk song Wednesday during a visit to Ukraine with a delegation of U.S. senators. What the hell are you doing over there? And this is how they reported the senators going over there. What are you doing over there? How about playing a peace song? How about saying no more war? How about like all you so-called celebrities and artists during when I was growing up during the Vietnam War? Where, where are you now? Promoting war. And again, we reported on this. The U.S. and the Philippines had the largest ever scale drills and you read the comments from them. The uh, quote, we will hit it with all the weapon systems we have, ground, Navy, and air, said Colonel Michael Legocio, director of Philippine Military Joint and the Combined Trading Center. Logico emphasized that drills were aimed at deterring other countries from invading. Yep, okay. And another article came out that purported leaks show Hungary's ire. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban named the United States as one of the three top adversaries. They went on to say 
the U.S. is a top adversary in the 20, February 24, 22 political strategy meeting constitutes an escalation of the level of anti-American rhetoric. They've had enough of America. They've had enough of America's economic hegemony and military hegemony. This is a whole new world. And again, we're having a peace and freedom rally on May 27th in Kingston, New York, on the Four Corners of Freedom. So far, we have Gary Null, Judge Andrew Napolitano, Frank Marano. And we're lining up others and trying to get very, we're going to have big news we're hoping for. But it's up to you to make it happen. And this costs a lot of money. So please do what you can to donate whatever you can to Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com, or the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, FreedomPeaceJustice.com. Do you imagine that that's our domain name for the church, Freedom, Peace, Justice? If there was a concern about that and a love for it, that domain name should have been taken back in 1994. We got it in 2001. You can see where the wars are leading us. Hell on earth. Could you imagine being a Ukrainian and this thing going on for what? You're going to lose. And now the news is coming out that there will not be peace talks this year. Terrific. Ah, and the COVID war, what they call the pandemic. Suicide rates saw largest one-year increase in 2021. No kidding. We had only forecast this in 2020. As I say, when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And the COVID war sucked the joy out of life, locking kids up, locking people up, losing your jobs, people in your family going nuts, your mother and father fighting more with the partners, with the tensions rising. And you look how the people are going down physically, emotionally, and spiritually. We're doing everything we can to reverse these trends. And it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, said Samuel Adams. Let's make this the second American revolution to restore the first of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we need you to do it. Can't do it alone. The billionaires don't give us a penny. Millionaires, not a dime. It's only we, the people. And there are enough of us. Enough of us. Here, let's just go to my channel. You go to the Trends Journal channel and this channel. What do you have? 260,000 people? So suppose 260,000 people gave $10 each. Yeah. Look at the change we can make. How about everybody giving a dollar? And that's what we have to happen. $10 to 260,000 people. We could put, make a global peace movement happen. But we can't do it without you. And what else do we have here? Finally, EPA's drinking water rule for those uh, PFASs, those forever chemicals. Authors of a new study say 
that the federal government is likely underestimating the extent of forever chemical contamination in drinking water nationally. Chemicals in everything. You worried about COVID killing you? Hey, you like those microplastics? Oh, the government didn't. Yeah, what government? The EPA, we write about it all the time. One agency after another, it's a revolving door. They could care less about us. And the bureaucrats running this thing get paid off by investing in stocks and whatever else they want to do, knowing what they're going to do. There are good people there, but not the, not the freaks running the show. So anyway, that's part of it. Now remember, I'll see you Saturday over in my kind of town. Chicago is my kind of town. I take human action tour at the Double Tree by the Hilton Hotel, 300 East Ohio Street. Starts at 9 a.m., ends at 5 p.m. So please be there. We're doing everything we can for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And ain't going to happen without you. And by the way, I used to live in Chicago. Lived there for six years. Had a great time back in the 70s. I used to say there are two seasons in Chicago, winter and August. See you Saturday. Bye-bye. At the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and you can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. But a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years, I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you are absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 3035, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.